Hello, hello, Brian Clark, 5 a.m. Motivation. How's everybody doing? Hope this message finds you in good peace, good faith, high faith, as always. Uh, please make sure you subscribe to Brian Clark Music on YouTube. You can also check out 5 a.m. Motivation now on Spotify, which is really huge. Uh, there's eight series out right now. This is the ninth one. I'm very excited to bring you this message God has placed on my heart. It's been about a week. Um, didn't have anything going on, searching uh, for for the words. And uh, sometimes you just gotta let let God take over. And so, what better way to uh, title this? God's plan. God has a plan. And uh, sure enough, He does. He's enough for all of us. And sometimes we don't. We don't pay attention to that. We seek other val- we seek validation from this world when all we need is a confirmation from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm here to remind you that. Um, but today I want to talk about how he has a plan because there's some there's some moments in my life that I was sitting back on that I looked at it as a negative and how they ended up turning into a positive. And during these moments that I had, it was it was Brian Clark's plan that that didn't go the right way. It was it was. And so, you know, when you, whenever you have a plan and it doesn't go the right way, you, you instantly you're upset. Instantly, you're, you're, you're like frustrated. You're trying to figure things out. Like, why aren't why aren't things working? And and the whole time it's because, you know, it wasn't what was meant for you. You know, God has a plan, you know, and uh it's, it's hard for us to understand that when we're going through it. But when you take a step back and look at it, you're like, wow, OK, you know, th- this this actually ended up working out. And so it just makes my faith even stronger. So I wanted to use myself as an example today. I know a lot of times I use, you know, my daughter. Um, I, I, I try to take inspiration uh, from from all, all aspects of, of life. And uh, on this one, I'm going to I'm going to talk about myself and, uh, and my couple milestone moments in my past that have led me up to this point and led me up to this message today Uh, and I hope that it helps you out moving forward Um, but again God has a plan so going back to what I was saying you know anytime that I had a plan back in the day and it didn't work out I instantly was frustrated and instantly was down you know Um, the first the first situation I want to talk about is when I was back in high school and I was going to Hoover Hoover High School and I was a basketball player. I was really good at basketball. Everybody knows me. Know I was a, I was a, I was a big time baller. Um, and uh, my sophomore year, I had some issues with the coach. Well, I didn't have any issues with the coach. He had issues with me. Um, and um, you know, my mom didn't want me to go to Hoover in the first place, uh, but I was determined to go to Hoover because we were supposed to have this you know this great team. And then as soon as I got there, politics started and I was being singled out, um, particularly because I didn't have a, a, you know, that that picket fence house family. You know, I I was my mom was a single mom not I have a dad uh, that was around at the time living here. And so, um, you know, they were they kind of singled me out. But ultimately, they ended up having to play me because I was this, you know, I was talented. But um, I ended up going through some difficult times my sophomore year with the coaching staff and i'm not going to get into it just for sake of time 
Um, but it was it was I knew that it was it was time uh, for me to depart uh, Hoover. You know, if I wanted to if I wanted to continue uh, my last two years at, at, uh, in high school playing varsity, uh, I knew I, ha- I had to go. But my ultimate plan was to go to Hoover and to be successful with this team. But God had other plans for me, you know, and that, and that plan was Roosevelt High School. And, uh, you know, I looked at Urbandale, I looked at Johnston, and Roosevelt was one of the uh, milestones of my life because it, it, it taught me how to adjust to change. You know, when you when you switch high schools uh, in the middle, it's, it's difficult. You know, I ended up making the, the varsity team, being a starter my junior year most of the time and my senior year. And uh, things flourished for me. You know, I, I became friends with a good group of people who to this day uh, I, I'm still friends with. And they're all doing really big things in life. And I, you know, I surrounded myself with positive people at Roosevelt. Um, you know, one being Matt Willis, um, which is crazy because, you know, you look back, if I'd have never went to Roosevelt, you know, I would have never met Matt Willis. And, and as a lot of you know, I work for Willis. Uh, automotive right now, you know, uh, in, in, in finance and, and, and helping out running the uh, one of the locations that he has uh, put together himself. So it's kind of funny how things come back in full circle. Um, but anyways, that was one that was one milestone there. Now I'm going to get real deeper into it. So I had pulled my hip flexor uh, my senior year and it kept me out for five games and it was it was devastating, you know. It was my senior year, you know. I hadn't played a full year, cause my sophomore year, my freshman year, I got hurt. Sophomore year, I got hurt. Junior year, I had to sit out, cause I was ineligible, cause I transferred. And then now my senior year, I'm hurt. First five, six games or whatever, uh, with my hip flexor. But this was a, but this was all God's plan, because this hip flexor injury allowed me to actually be saved for the first time. You know, my dad was a pastor, and one night we're on the phone. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm crying. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in my injury. And my dad, who was a pastor, you know, he saved me over the phone, you know, that day. And, you know, he asked me, you know, do you accept Lord Jesus, Lord, as your uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I said, yes. And I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I was healed. My hip literally was healed days later. And I was back on the floor. And again, I was thinking about this last night and how God was already starting to play a role in my life. But in order for him to play a role in your life, you have to accept him. And that day I accepted him. Um, Fast forward to Palm Beach Atlantic University. This is the college I went to. Funny thing, how I got there was I just went because it had a beach because it was in Florida. I didn't even know it was a Christian school. I know some of you are thinking, like, how do you not know it was a Christian school? And I think I kind of knew it was, it was something like that, but I just didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, but when I got there and I really realized what where I was at and what where I had taken myself, I was, you know, again disappointed in myself, upset because I couldn't let I couldn't have the opposite sex in my room. I had to be in married housing for that. And uh, I remember breaking the rules the first couple of weeks and allowing girls to come over. And then ultimately, you know, my moral compass set in and I started following the rules and I eventually got my grades to where they need to be for me to allow the opposite sex to come in my room. 
But I tell you this story to tell you this. Again, God led me to this place. Palm Beach Atlantic University is where I got to know Jesus more. Uh, I was on a Christian campus. I had to go to chapel. You know, I went to church. I was surrounding myself. I was surrounded by different Christians. I learned about bad Christianity and good Christianity. I learned about myself. I learned about the world. I learned to be uh, less passive and, and more confident in what I believed in and being able to speak up for myself. So, again, it, I, I thought I was going to the school where I was going to have a bunch of fun. But God had other plans for me. And without me, you know, accepting uh, the call because I almost went back home, you know, who knows where I'd be right now. So, again, God is always working. You just have to listen to him. You know, what I mean, and you have to accept him. And again, you have to listen because it doesn't work unless you listen, because if you ignore, it's not going to work. Now, fast forward again, I'm out of college. And I'm working at Salmon's Financial Group right out of college. And I'm thinking this is going to be the place that I'm going to work, you know, make a bunch of money. It's insurance. I wasn't really passionate about insurance. You know, I was good at it, but I wasn't the best. And I was trying to move up in on the ranks by just my personality and the fact that I had a degree. But for some reason, it just wasn't happening. Um, I just could never. Every time I posted out for a higher position, I never got it. And I remember telling myself one day. When I graduated college, that I'd always go back and get my master's degree at some point. And, um, you know, my, my thought that I was going to be at this insurance company, make a bunch of money, be a manager. You know, that was my plan, you know, at the time. And here he goes again. God had another plan for me. And so he reminded me that I told myself that I go back and get my master's. And I did go back and get my master's. And by me going back to get my master's, I ended up landing a position at the Boys and Girls Club. Total opposite of what I was doing. The C the COO of the Boys and Girls Club was actually in my my master's program with me. And about four or five months into it, she recognized something in me and 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 and, and um, didn't offer me a job, but said, "Hey, there's a position open to be a manager at the as a unit director." Ultimately, um, I almost didn't answer the call because <laughs> first off, it was a non for profit, and uh, where I was going to work. It was a for profit and they were paying reimbursing me for for my school. So when I so every time I got an A or a B or a C, they gave me a chunk of change and the Boys and Girls Club wasn't going to do that. But I knew that it was an opportunity ultimately that I couldn't I couldn't pass up. So I eventually took the job. So now I'm working at the Boys and Girls Club. Here I go again. I'm thinking this is it. This is where I'm going to be. I'm working with the youth. I'm actually working in the neighborhood I grew up in with the kids that were look just like me and were going through the same things that I was going through. And I was like, this is great. This is what I was going to do. I wasn't making the best money, but I was making good enough money. And my dream at the time was maybe to get to Boys and Girls Club of America. But again, guys, God had other plans for me. <laughs> Every time I always had a plan for myself. You know, some people might have a plan for themselves, like make it to the NBA, make it to the NFL. And that actually happens and, and good. You know, what I mean, like you were destined to do that. But but you also have to still listen. You also have to still cooperate with the Lord. And you can ask many NFL players that were in that Super Bowl. They will tell you that their faith is what got them there, you know. And so by me still having faith, even though things that I wanted weren't necessarily working out, I still had faith and I still had to listen. So ultimately, at the Boys and Girls Club, things took a turn for the worse. Uh, management above me was just unorganized and and um, they weren't treating me right. And they weren't putting me in a position for I, for myself to be successful and for my club to be successful. 
Again, I'm not going to get into all the details of it. But ultimately, I was anxious when I was going into work and I knew that something was wrong. So I had to listen and I ended up having to get up out of there. Uh, so I managed to talk to the GM at Mercedes Benz. Um, we had a relationship and he, and he offered me a position. But before I could put my two weeks in, uh, the, the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club in Des Moines, she fired me. Um, you know, she knew I was leaving and only thing she took away from me was I wasn't able to say bye to my kids. Um, but I tell you that story to tell you this. By getting out of the Boys and Girls Club, it changed my life to this day uh, financially. You know, I never thought that I'd be in the car business. My, my, my daughter actually just asked me this morning. She's like, Dad, did you ever was it your dream to sell cars and to do finance and be, you know, do that in the business? And I was like, actually, no, babe, it wasn't my dream. I was like, um, and I had already had this message planned for you guys. But it's funny that she asked me that this morning. We we're taking Briggs to daycare. And I said, it wasn't my dream. I said, my dream was to be in the NBA. I said, but God had other plans for me. And, um, you know, now I'm in the I'm in the car business and and it's uh, it's been very lucrative for my, my family financially. And, it, and it's provided a lifestyle for us that we don't take for granted. And uh, I'm very appreciative for. Um, so I want to go a little, even a little deeper with you guys. I had a real personal setback back in 2016. I was going through a lot personally. Um, I think uh, the money I was making was getting kind of in my head. Um, I was being very selfish, you know, in my marriage. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't thinking right. The devil had a hold of me for sure. And um, God really needed to uh, to give me a message, even though he's you know, he's he's shown me signs. You know, he just, he spoke to me and you know, I wasn't listening to him at this time. So God, you know, he'll he'll really take a step forward and he'll talk to you and. And this is going to sound kind of crazy to some people, but it's not crazy at all. But my one of my best friends, Naeem Abdullah, came back in town and uh, him and I had a falling out and we ended up rehashing things. But he is very, very deep in his faith, like very deep in his faith. And I'm so proud of him. And um, so we were sitting outside of his house one night and Heaven Flow was just about to drop. And he was telling me, you know, like if there's anybody that can really lift Des Moines up and hip hop is you and your album's amazing. But I but I wasn't aligned with my life wasn't aligned at the time with what I was speaking in my music. And I knew that. And uh, he said he wanted to pray with me. So we're sitting outside on the side of his his parents house in, in, at, at night. And, and I and I and I and I tell you for sure. He started he started speaking in tongues and praying and he started talking to God and he started asking, giving me feedback on what God was telling him to tell me and this was and I remember opening my eyes and looking at him like what the heck's going on because he had said something to me that only I knew and he said to me he said hey you know when God God said when when you get up in the morning and you get in your prayer chair and you pray he said Ephesians 6 chapter 10 and I opened my eyes and I was like hold on a second how do you know that I pray in the mornings nobody knew that and, you know, it was crazy because he would be praying and he and then he'd be speaking in tongues and he'd be like, mm hmm. OK, yeah. All right. Like he was talking to an angel who was talking, representing God. And he said that to me again. I know this sounds real crazy, but this really happened. And God revealed himself to me that night. And I'll never forget that night. And that changed, you know, my life from going forward um, and my faith 
for sure because I know whenever whenever I doubt, I know that God's real because he came to me and he also told me that same night because I was told by some people that I wasn't a leader of my house. And then he said to me, he said, God wants me to tell you that you are a leader of your house and you're doing really well and he's proud of you. And again, that was something that Naeem did not know. And so God had a plan for me and his plan at that time, he needed to really step in and take control because he seen that my life was about to go down a, a bad path if I wasn't going to be able to figure things out on my own. And sometimes we try to figure things out on our own and we just can't do that, you know. Now, I want I say all that to say this. Joseph, Mary, when Joseph was about to marry Mary, he was building the house. He was so excited. And then Mary came to him and told him that she was pregnant. And Joseph just flipped out like he was so hurt, so devastated that this this the lady that he loved, the woman that he loved went and betrayed him and was pregnant by another man and he wouldn't talk to her and and he was going to disown her he was going to turn her in and he was hurt you know just like times when we were hurt when we have something bad that we never planned and something just comes up out of the blue that wasn't part of our plan wasn't part of our our route that we were trying to take and we, and we were just hurt and devastated that was that was joseph he was the same way and then the angel came to him just like the angel came to me and said to him, hey, I'm going to read to you right now. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is, a, is the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Then, then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took him, and took to him with, excuse me, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth, forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Think about that. His plan this whole time was to be married to marry Mary and to live and 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 at the end of the day God had the ultimate plan for Joseph okay the ultimate plan and if Joseph wouldn't have listened to the angel and that dream that he had where would we all be today it would have altered our whole the whole universe and Christianity itself so my point being saints is that we have to be able to listen it's not always going to work the way we want it to work. Joseph is a prime example of that. So if you don't think that God has a plan for you, read this scripture. And that's Matthew chapter one. OK, verse 20. The ultimate plan. So how can I not believe that God has a plan for me when Joseph himself, who's a human being, a man walking on this earth, experienced the same thing we experienced experienced the same hurt that we experience today when we're going through life and when he had a plan that didn't work out the way he wanted it to work out God ultimately said to him hey don't worry about this I got you this is what you're supposed to do this is what you're supposed to carry on so 
I need you to turn on your signals and listen to what God is trying to tell you. Because whenever there's a negative situation, there is going to be a positive outcome. You just have to be able to listen to God and follow his direction. Because if you don't do that, then it will lead to destruction. Okay, for sure. Just think, like I said, if Joseph would have never listened that day, he would have lost out on his wife. He would have lost out on, on, on naming this this and, and going forth and taking Jesus away so he wouldn't be killed by Herod. Herod. He, that none of that would have would would have came to fruition, but he listened, and everything was good in the end. And he helped that that moment in time helped is helping us still today. That's history. That's Christianity. That's Jesus Christ. That's our Lord and Savior. And there's so many relatable stories in the Bible that relate to us today. You just have to dive in. And so when I read that, I instantly had to go back to the times where I felt. The plan wasn't working, but ultimately it did end up being OK because I listened to what God was trying to tell me. So I need you guys to do the same thing. Listen to what he is trying to tell you. All right. He has a plan for you and everything's going to be all right in the end. I would love to continue this this topic. I probably will end up continue this topic, but I'm getting you know, I'm getting into 20 minutes right now. And I want to keep that. I never want to go this far. So I hope that you guys understand where I'm coming from with this. And I hope that when you're down and out, that you just take a minute and, and, and pray and listen to what direction God wants you to go, because he is there for you. And remember, you have to remove yourself out of the way. It's not your plan. And listen to what he wants you to do. And he will guide you and he will lead you. And you just have to have faith in him. You have to go toward him, towards him, though. You know, what I mean, it's not going to work unless you go move towards him. The further you move away, like when I had my personal setback, I was moving further and further and further away from him. I wasn't listening and things were literally crumbling around me. My house, my marriage, everything was falling apart. And then once I took the step, God kept presenting my cousin, Naeem, you know, everybody, my dad, everybody was coming forward to me to help me figure it out. And then ultimately he had to reveal himself through Naeem and, and, and tell me some things that I only knew for me to really open my eyes. And this is a true story, saints. And I just want to let you know that God loves you and you need to love yourself because there is hope and we are going to go somewhere else. This is not our home and you can live in heaven on earth today. And he has blessed me so much uh, financially. You know, the money that I have is I don't consider it my money. I don't use it selfishly anymore. I don't just go spend freely anymore. You know, I keep it in the bank and then God will tell me when I need to use it and what I need to use it for. Um, so I just pray for you guys. I pray for everyone. I thank you for listening to this one. I know it was, it was long, but it was worth it. God bless you again. Subscribe to Brian Clark Music. Share this message to anybody that needs to hear it. All right. Uh, Brian Clark Music on YouTube, 5 a.m. Motivation, and you can listen to 5 a.m. Motivation on Spotify. Also, the Parables album, Brian Clark Music, and Heaven Flow are streaming everywhere right now. God bless you.